bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Living Word with Pastor Mansa Otobi. And now, today's word. Well, let's get into some time of the Word of God. So for the last seven weeks, uh, our, our church has had some very, very significant times. We started, if you remember, from the 4th of June with Reach. And Reach was 21 days. We had 21 days of evangelism. And that was followed immediately with 40 days of power. That was from the 26th of June to the 4th of August. And then we concluded from the 4th of August to the 6th of August with Greater Works Conference. So in all, from when we started Reach to when we ended Greater Works, we had nine continuous weeks of spiritual engagement, a total of 64 days of spiritual activity. Let us give God a praise for that. When I checked it in percentages, it means 17.5% of the year so far has been used between reach, 40 days of power, and greater words. That's a lot of time to engage in this activity. And uh, we ended with uh, greater works, and I preached from Joshua chapter 10. I preached from three messages just in time. It's coming down, and this is my moment. We had an awesome time in the presence of God. It's been one activity after the other, praying and fasting and all of that. Now normally when you have such uh, spiritual activities and God has done so much for you, you wonder what next? What do we do next? And that's what I'm going to talk about. So my message uh, addresses what next? And what next is continue. Continue. Everybody say continue. So my message is simply titled, Continue. Continue. The early church was a very consistent church. And so when you look at the book of Acts, where it describes the activities of the early Christian church, uh, you would find descriptions that shows that they were very committed to what they were doing and they did what they did continuously. So I'm going to read three passages from Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. Acts chapter 1 verse 14 it says, These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. Note the word continued. They continued. And you can underline or highlight it appropriately uh, to remember it. Then Acts chapter 2 verse 42. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. And, And it says, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued steadfastly. Then Acts chapter 2 verse 46. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. So you see 
uh, in all these three passages, the word continue is used. Whether it's continued or continuing. But the root word is the same. Uh, in the Greek language, it's the same word used in all three instances. So what does it means mean to continue? It means to hold on to something. So when we say we are continuing, it means we're holding on. We're holding on. We, we, we don't leave it. To hold on to something. Secondly, to continue means to give care and attention. To pay attention to something. Not forget it. Not leave it alone, but focus on it. And thirdly, to continue means to persevere and not faint. Don't get tired, don't get weary. So when the Bible says that the early disciples continued, that's what it means. That they held on to something, they paid attention to what they were doing, and they persevered and did not faint. So you can tell from uh, these readings that the early church understood that to obey Christ, to serve him, they had to continue in him. Between the beginning and the end, we must continue. When something starts, before it ends, we continue in an uh, in a race. When we start a race, whether the whistle is blown or the the, the gun is shot, on your marks, get set, go, and we start going. That's the start. But before you end, you must continue. You don't just start. And stop. You don't have an experience and stop it. You don't allow God to touch you and end it. So there is a beginning and the end. And between the beginning and the end, we must continue. Somebody say, I will continue. Or say it boldly, say, I will continue. So what must we hold on to when we are continuing? We must hold on to what God has given to us. Hold on to what God has given to you. Somebody says, how do I know that God has given something to me? You know God has given something to you when his spirit makes a connection with you. God deposits something into you. It could be in an atmosphere of worship or at the time of preaching. It could be in your bed, on a vehicle. We cannot have 64 days of consecrated and concentrated spiritual activities and not have a divine moment. So during this time, whether the time of reach or 40 days of power or during greater works, during all the services, all the prayer we're praying, at some point in your life or during this time, your spirit makes a connection with God. It might have happened in a church. It might have happened when we're worshiping. It might have 
happened when a hymn was being sung or maybe when you were driving or in, in, in transport or when you were at home. But somewhere you make a divine connection. And that point of connection is when something drops inside of you and you just feel God has done something for you. Sometimes it's a word you receive. Sometimes it's an inspiration you receive. Sometimes it's an idea that drops into your heart. You receive something from God. And when you receive something from God, you have to hold on to it. Somebody say, I will hold on. So maybe whilst I was preaching at Greater Works, something just ignited in your spirit. Hold on to it. That's how we continue. You hold on. But you don't only hold on. You pay attention. What do we pay attention to? You pay attention to what you have received from the Lord. Because spiritual moments can be easily lost. We can have a deep spiritual moment and step out of it very easily. Sometimes, you know, after a very powerful service, just after the powerful service, you will do something that will take your mind totally off everything that you receive. Or maybe you went home and something happened and you forgot. Or somebody annoyed you and you quarreled and quarreled and quarreled. And before you realize everything you have received from God has been lost. That's why we have to pay attention to what happens after spiritual moments. Because the devil's job is to make sure that the seed that has been planted will be eaten by birds. And the way to do that is to distract your attention. Take you offline. Take you off cue. Your children annoy you. Your husband annoys you. Your wife annoys you. Your brother annoys you. Your sister annoys you. Or the government annoys you. Or something else annoys you. I mean just something will come and aggravate your spirit. And before you realize. Every faith. Every hope. Every expectation. is gone. Because you allowed the annoyance. And the nuisance of life. To get to you. Somebody say pay attention. You have to pay attention. And you don't have to get tired. Waiting on the Lord. Don't get tired waiting on the Lord. Over and over in the scriptures. We are exhorted not to faint. And not to get weary. The scriptures tell us over and over. Don't get faint. Don't get weary. Because if you're continuing. One of the things you have to watch against. Is getting faint. Or getting weary. Getting tired. Naturally. Waiting is not pleasant for anybody. Nobody likes waiting. We get tired waiting for the things we have toiled for. We get tired waiting for our bodies to lose weight. When we start a weight loss program. Have you started a weight loss program? Where you know you, you, you're exercising. Probably going to the gym. Or walking. Uh, or doing a diet. Somebody says if you drink this ginger. And lemon. And cucumber drink. You, you will lose weight like something. Has somebody told you one of those things before? If you drink this ginger and this cucumber and, and this uh, coconut water and, and all kinds of concoctions, the fat will just melt. And then you start drinking the ginger and drinking the cucumber and drinking the coconut and the, 
And every time you go on the scale, nothing is happening. Oh, you start walking and walking and walking. And, and you think, oh, the fat will go off. Fat is, fats are very, very stubborn. Have you noticed? Fat. Very stubborn. They have a mind of their own. They don't care whether you're eating cucumber or you're walking. So sometimes you do that. You drink this thing for about a week or for four days or for two weeks. And then you say, ah, oh, this thing after all, it doesn't work. You know what happened? You didn't continue. You didn't continue. You got tired. You got faint. Many of the things that will help us don't happen instantly. They don't happen after a short-term effort. You don't go to greater works and think, Shh, instantly everything changes. That's not how it works. You have to continue. The early church continued and we must continue. Don't get tired waiting. So, let me take you to a very familiar story in the Bible about a man who continued and the results he got and then I will close. Genesis chapter 26 verse 12 to 13 the story of Isaac in the land of the Philistines and we're going to see this principle working. He began and he continued. Genesis chapter 26 verse 12 to 13. And it says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. He sold in the land. He received a hundredfold. This would have seemed like the end of story. You sow in the land. You receive a hundredfold. Pack your bag. And go home. Because you've received a hundredfold. What more is left? It's like going to a service and, and being soaked in the anointing. The power of God is so heavy upon you. You sense the presence of God and you just say, Oh God, this, I wish I would stay in this meeting forever. That's your hundredfold. What next? And we're going to see how Isaac processed this principle. So the first thing you would notice is that he began. He began to prosper. Isaac experienced God's blessing on his life. This was the initial blessing. He experienced it. And how did he experience this blessing? The Bible says he had a hundredfold. A hundredfold. He experienced God's blessing on his life. It's a big deal. When you have a spiritual moment or some kind of a result, but it's just a beginning. Have you heard about people who go about bragging? You know, they start a weight loss program and they start with the cucumber and the ginger and the coconut and add carrots. And this time they're chewing carrots like rabbits. <laughs> Just chew 
chewing carrots. And then after some time they come and tell, oh, I started this. Look, look at me, look at me. And, and I've shrunk, especially the ladies. Now they are dressing very stylishly and, and trying to look slim and, and all of that. And, and making a big fuss. Taking pictures and putting it on Instagram. Look at it. I'm there, I'm right. But it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. They think that is it. It's just the beginning. It's your hundredfold. You've received it. But it's the beginning. It's not the end. Isaac received a hundredfold. But he didn't close the book. Because it is the beginning. It's just the beginning. It's a breakthrough. But it's a beginning. Sometimes the same people who were Instagramming everybody about their weight loss, you see them six months later, one year later, and the fat has come back with a vengeance. (laughs) And then you ask yourself, did I go or did I come? (laughs) Because the latter end is worse. Why do we have a great beginning, a hundredfold return, and later lose it? How can we have a great spiritual moment and lose it? Is it possible? Yes. Is it possible for something to go so well, and then you lose it? Yes. Isaac began, somebody say, I will begin. But he didn't end there. Look at the passage, it says, he continued. He continued. He received a hundredfold, but he didn't stop. Close his file. This is the end of this chapter. Everything is working well for me. No, he continued. Isaac increased the blessing of God on his life. He continued. So, if the first blessing he received was a hundredfold, and the Bible says he continued, what does that mean? After receiving hundredfold, how do I continue? Is there anything better than that? Yes. So, receiving a hundredfold is one experience. Continuing is repeating the hundredfold several times over. So he had a hundredfold, and 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 had a hundredfold. Not just one experience, but the same experience repeated over and over and over and over. That is what continuing does. It takes one victory and multiplies it over and over and over. You don't arrive at the first breakthrough. You continue and repeat what you experience. So, if you were trying to lose weight, for example, and you started that wonderful program of only eating at 3.33 in the afternoon, you know, people have all kinds of weird weight loss. You have to eat at 3.33. 
That is when your body is at the optimum of losing weight. 333. Not 34, not 35. 333. So let's say you eat at 333 and eat 33, do it for so long, and then you lose weight. Now, if you're going to continue, then you have to keep this 333 as your lifetime forever. That's what you call continuing. So you don't start 333, it works for you, and after some time you lose weight and then go to 233. The fat will come back. <laughs> so, whatever you did to give you the hundredfold, you have to keep re- doing it over and over and over and over. So when Isaac got his first hundredfold, he planted in the land again and got another hundredfold and planted 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 again and got another hundredfold. What was he doing? Continuing. Continuing. So, you sense the power of God at a meeting. That's not the end. You have to sense that power over and over and over and over. You sow the seed and God blessed you. You don't just stop. You keep sowing and sowing and sowing. You believe and you experience something supernaturally. You keep believing and believing and believing. You prayed and God answered. You keep praying and praying and praying. What is that? Continuing. We don't live our Christian lives in one-off experiences. We continue with what God has done for us. So, Isaac continued, and the third thing that the passage describes about Isaac is that he became. He became. He began, he continued, he became. He began, he continued, he became. He began, he continued, he became. What does it mean that he became? It means he grew into the fullness of God's blessing for for him. He grew into God's fullness. He started it, he continued, and he became it. He didn't just experience prosperity, he became prosperous. There is a difference between experiencing something and becoming the thing. There is a difference between experiencing healing and becoming healed. Because sometimes people get healed and lose the healing. Because they don't continue in faith. But... You have to, yes, you've experienced it, you continue in faith and you become it. You start prospering, you continue prospering and you become prosperous. So what does God want us to do? He doesn't just want us to begin, he wants us to become. And that's what Isaac did. He sowed in the land, he continued sowing until he became. When you become No one can take away from you what you have received. It's not one day up, one day down. One day prosperous, one day broke. One day prosperous, one day broke. Because sometimes, you know, uh, we get excited and testify prematurely. 
Oh, look what God has done. He's broken through. He's giving me this. That's good. It's the beginning. Continue. Because God wants to take you to the point where your testimony is permanent. I don't know about you. I need a permanent testimony. So if you testify of God's prosperity, you must become prosperous. That means get to the point where broke and you have no meeting point. But you can't say, oh God bless me, I'm prosperous. And then next three months, broke. You haven't become. But we start, we continue, and we become. How did he become? He continued. So can you imagine if Isaac got his first breakthrough hundredfold? And said, oh, God is good. Oh, God is good. My God is good. My God is good. My God is good. And continue sowing. He'll be back to square one. But he continued, 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 continued. Till he got to the point the Philistines hated him, envied him, but they couldn't do anything about it. Because he has gone beyond Experiencing prosperity to becoming prosperous. And when you become, they can fight you, they will struggle against you, but it will never leave your hand. Because you are now in a permanent state of blessing. The early church, Isaac, final statement I make, between beginning and becoming, we must continue between beginning and becoming we must continue somebody say between beginning and becoming i will continue until i become All that God wants me to be. So, after this great service at Greater Works, after 40 days of power, after reach, after all that God has done for us, we can only say, this is just the beginning. After all the word we heard at Greater Works from Joshua 30. We heard just in time God is going to bless us. We heard it's coming down. God will make a distinction between us. We heard it's our moment. After we closed from Greater Works, a lot of people went to the altar. The young people just praying at the altar. Praying, praying. And I understand that. It's all, they they didn't want to lose what had happened. And that's what it means to continue. But don't, not only at that altar, but in your own prayer life. You have to continue. You have to continue. Don't lose it. Don't go and be quarreling with people. Don't go and be fighting all kinds of, on you, unnecessary battles. Don't get an 
get angry by heart. Because there are certain things that don't deserve your anger. Let them go. They don't deserve you. Your anger is too important for them. Because there is something precious God has given to you. Don't lose it. We continue until we become. And so if you want everything that God has given to you during the 64 days of spiritual engagement to remain in your life, what do we do? We continue. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning that your word comes to direct us, to lead us, to strengthen us, to equip us, Lord. And so we thank you, Lord, that you want us not only to receive, but to continue receiving until we become. So I pray, Father, for everyone who has hurt me, that your word will bring them life and light and strength. And the wisdom of your word will be our light and our direction. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otebi at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.